Welcome to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast, where we talk about topics and resources that help you lead more to reach more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. My name is Tom Bump, and I'm your host. Thanks for joining me, my friends. I'm so glad that you've taken a moment out of your busy day to whatever you're doing as you're listening to this podcast. But I sure appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for uh, sending encouraging messages and leaving reviews. Um, We appreciate it. If you haven't left a review, would you mind taking less than five minutes and going on to whatever podcast platform you're listening and just leave a review for us? We would really appreciate that. It just helps us uh, hit the algorithms and so that more people can hear about the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast or feel free to share it in other groups or places uh, with other leaders, whoever you think it would bless. We would appreciate it. I want to say that uh, today's episode, um, I'm entitling it Pursuit and Pace. I had some questions come from a, a recently from a coaching uh, leader that I'm working with and uh, through KMC Coaching, and I thought it would be a great podcast. So I said, hey, um, I'm going to talk about this. And so it's not going to be a long episode. This is going to be one of the shorter ones, but I hope it will be beneficial to you as I share some ideas on what we're pursuing and what pace should we pursue it at. So let's dive in to this week's episode of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast right now. So Let's think about this idea of pursuit. What are we pursuing? This was something that I asked a leader is whose platform are you building? Who are you working for? What is your ultimate goal? You know, many leaders get caught up in business-like thinking when it is in ministry. Now, there's an appropriate place and time for some of those kind of thoughts. But when we're moving ahead and we're planning to grow our ministry, because every leader wants to grow, every leader wants to reach more, I have no doubt about it. Every leader that I've talked to that's been in ministry, whether a few months or many, many years, their whole goal is to reach more people. We all have that passion and that burden, and we all know that the days are growing more evil and time is growing short and Jesus' return is on the horizon And so we don't want to take days for granted. I applaud every one of you for that. But I want to ask you an honest question because it was an honest question that was asked. What should I be pursuing? Because, you know, it's easy to get caught up in statistics and numbers because a lot of us know that our jobs, our vocation depends on it. We know that leadership looks at the numbers. They want to know, is our ministry growing? Is our volunteer teams growing? What's it look like? What are we projecting to grow in the future? And especially because of COVID, now we've seen that decrease. We've seen a fall away of the church. We've seen people prefer to go digitally and attend digitally rather than in person. And so it hits our numbers. And I know some people, I know some great leaders who've lost their roles. They've lost their jobs because people didn't come back to church. So it's easy to get caught up in, I've got to have numbers. I've got to have numbers. I've got to have numbers. And we begin to pursue numbers. We begin to pursue facilities and uh, fancy websites. And um, we just want to, you know, big social media accounts and followings. 
And we start thinking that that's what's important. You know, my friends, I want to tell you something that God's recently convicted me of. Can I make a confession? I got caught up in some of this too. Um, I've been learning and trying to grow the ministry of KMC Coaching and Restoring Leaders. I want to help more leaders. That's my passion. It's my calling. This is what I do now. But I've never viewed it as a business. And I've had some criticism for that, even from some people that um, I know in ministry. Um, now, from my inner circle of people, and I have a very small inner circle of ministry leaders and friends that are my closest friends, and they are the people who I will take their phone call any time of day or night. Uh, I will do anything for, but I also know that they will do anything for me and that they would also do that. And as I talked to some of them, I, I actually got called out and was convicted about the fact that I had started pursuing almost too much of a business mindset. I was pursuing numbers, but my own version of numbers for what I do in my context. I was trying to make my ministry a business. I wanted to uh, make more. I wanted to increase my funds because I, I want to have more for my family. And that's, again, it's not wrong. It's not sinful. Jesus says that a man is worthy of his hire and not to muzzle the ox. <laughs> and I, I'm kind of built like an ox sometimes. But, uh, you know, we have to have the right perspective. Why are we doing what we're doing? And we have to make sure that what we're doing is pursuing the kingdom of God first. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and then all these things will be added unto you. So when I ask you, what are you pursuing? I have to ask myself, what am I pursuing? There's no doubt that KMC Coaching is here to serve leaders to help leaders with personal one-on-one -on -one coaching, to help leaders grow and develop the way I was encouraged when I hired my first coach, who helped me see things differently, saw things in myself that I didn't see, helped me battle negative uh, self-talk, and put my mindset in a, in a place where I was really trying to seek God first. My coach recently challenged me again to see God as my father and to focus on what the father wants me to do. And so I want to apologize to all of you because I got caught up in the business and I started making KMC coaching and even restoring leaders more of a business focus. And I don't want that. I want God to provide the platforms and the openings, and I'm not going to push. You know, I know leaders out there that are pushing hard to get their platform out there. They're creating a ton of stuff, and they're pushing themselves out on social media. And they're, you know, some of them are having success. Some of them aren't, but they're certainly spamming the internet. <laughs> and I, I started doing some of that, and I apologize. I don't want to be like that. I want God to bring leaders who want to grow into, and to come to KMC Coaching and, and be served by that. I want to help leaders who are hurt and broken and burning out or who just realize they're on that path and, and need help to get off of it. Or they just need a break and they need someone to help guide them through the journey. Or maybe they're in a transition season where they're either preparing to leave or they've left a church recently or they've been let go. Restoring Leaders is there for that. And so I'm, again, just saying, what are you pursuing? And is it kingdom first? From now on, I promise you, my friends, that KMC Coaching and Restoring Leaders Ministry is all about kingdom work. We will serve whoever needs us however we can. So if you need help, please check out the websites. You can even go to TomBump.com and you'll find a link to the, the pages for Restoring Leaders or KMC Coaching or if your team needs some training or whatever. If I can help you or I know somebody who can help you, I will connect you and get you going. But I want to challenge you to really sit back and think, what do I, what am I pursuing in our ministry here? What is the ultimate goal? And then 
seek the Father hard and say, God, is my plan, are my plans kingdom first? Am I allowing you to bring the growth no matter what? Am I allowing you to provide for my needs no matter what? God, you will provide every volunteer I need. God, you will provide every fund I need to take care of my family, to take care of my ministry. God, I trust you. That's been my prayer the last few days, even more so, because I've realized that I started pursuing the wrong things. That affected my pace. And that's the second part of this podcast, is pace. Have you ever thought about the pace of Jesus? (laughs) It hit me the other day. And it hit me even harder again today. I was actually listening to another podcast, and uh, one of the guys mentioned the word grace pace. And I was like, what? And then he started talking about the pace of Jesus. And so I went and started looking into the scriptures today, and I started reflecting on some of the things that I know about Jesus. And one of the things that Jesus did is he walked everywhere. He never ran. He didn't ride. The only time we see in scripture that Jesus rode anything was on the donkey going into his death. Think about that for a minute. We hustle and bustle and we think we've got to go, 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 go. Because that's what we have to do. Question, do we? Okay, so Jesus walked everywhere he went. Why? Because relationships matter. People mattered. More than anything in the world, he wanted to connect the people he was walking with to his heavenly father. You can't do that when you're running. I'm not a runner. I'm definitely not a runner. But one thing I know is when you run, it's hard to talk. If you're running at any kind of pace, now again, I guess runners do get to a point where they can breathe and talk at the same time, but everybody I know, when you're running, you can't you can't talk. You've got to slow down and catch your breath, right? Well, does that happen to you a lot in ministry? You know, I'll be honest, that's one of the signs I teach in restoring leaders. If you can't catch your breath, you're running too fast. Your pace is not sustainable. It's not what I call a godly, sustainable pace. And you need to find that pace. You need to find that rhythm. And I hope that just because some of the pandemic is is easing up and some of the things are backing down, that you're not trying to run back to what you did pre-pandemic. Because that is wrong, my friends. It's just wrong. We don't have to go back to that. Pandemic taught us we need to slow down and we need to value the day and the time and the place and the people. We need to be fully present for those around us and help them walk alongside the Savior. Some people just need to slow down. Some of you just need to catch your breath. And that's why I do the Restoring Leaders retreats, and there's going to be a whole bunch of them coming in 2022. I hope that you'll join the mailing list even. And again, this isn't a commercial for that, so forgive me. I'm not trying to do this the wrong way, but I just want you to hear that there's a place for you to unplug for four days and be still and know who God is. Walk beside him, because that's all we do is walk. But here's the thing. Jesus walked everywhere he went, and he was never too busy for people. Remember the story of of Jairus who came and was like, my daughter is sick. Jesus, will you come? Will you come? Did Jesus run and hurry? Did he jump in a chariot and go flying down the highway? Mach 5? No. I don't even know if there is a Mach 5, but anyway. No. He slowed down. In fact, he was walking so slow that the woman who had been having that blood issue for 12 years could catch him, could reach in and and grab the hem of his garment. And Jesus, because of the pace that he was walking, felt that power go out from him and he knew that someone had touched him. That's why he said, someone touched me. And at once he realized who it was. And as he looked around, he saw the woman that had done it. And he said, your faith has healed you in peace and be free from your suffering. You see, how do we help people that are hurting, who are carrying unseen wounds, who are 
missing Jesus in their life, have that God-shaped void, those children that carry quiet pain. How do we see them if we're so busy rushing around our children's areas that we don't walk and notice them? How is your pace today? Again, if you're pursuing the wrong things, it's all about program, 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 and it's got to be perfect, perfect, perfect. You got to have every matching system in place. See, some of us are more concerned about our systems and our policies and our procedures than we are the people that they're meant to serve. And again, if you're not working in a godly, sustainable pace, you won't do what you're pursuing wrong. There are leaders out there that are hearing my voice right now that you are so close to burning out that you don't even realize it. Or you're too scared to admit it. Pace. Pursuit. What are you doing? What are you pursuing? Is it really for the kingdom? Or is it for your own platform, for your own credibility, so you can get a bigger and better position? Or maybe you're serving in a smaller church and you're just wanting what all everybody else has you're tired of doing it all alone. You know, even that can make you so cynical and, and that you're bitter towards other bigger churches or you're bigger, you're bitter because you don't have. Again, your pursuit can get off. Every one of us is vulnerable to this. And if you're if you're listening to my voice and you say, oh, Tom, I'm, I'm okay. I've never, I'm, I'm pursuing the right stuff. Hey, I would say, can you check yourself, please? Let the spirit check and let the spirit d- go dig deep inside of you and make sure that you are. I hope you are. I've, I'm trying to be honest with, not trying, I am being honest with you that I got messed up. There were times in my ministry over the 30 some years of being in ministry, I pursued the wrong things and I'm done with that. I just want to pursue father, my father. I just want to pursue what he wants me to do. I've asked the Lord, don't let me even think about kicking in any doors. You open them so I can just walk with my father through them. I want to pursue what is true and right and holy. I want to seek first God's kingdom and then I I want to be walking so slow that I know when somebody's hurting around and I can help. I want to be able to have anybody who needs me reach out and say, Tom, I need some help. I need someone to talk to. I need a place to vent. I need I need some wisdom. I need some encouragement. I need some help. I need to know somebody who could help me do this or that. I want that to be the legacy of Kid Ministry Collective, is, a, is that we are a group of people who come together to help each other. We walk together. And if we have to run for a season, we run for a season, but we don't keep running all the time. And what we pursue is only what the Father wants us to pursue. And all that matters is that He brings the harvest because He is the Lord of the harvest. We can't just dig up more stuff. And let me tell you, I've seen people uh, over the last few years that have been digging in the wrong places, tilling the soil, expecting to reap harvests. And sure, they may reap some temporary profits um, and and popularity, but will it last? I don't know. If if it's of their flesh, it won't. I just know that when it comes to the end, I want to be standing before the Lord and hear well done. And I want that for you, my friends. And I want you to pursue what is right and true. I want you to pursue what the Father wants you to pursue. And I want you to do it at a pace that brings honor and glory to Him and to Him alone. So I hope this helps. I hope that you realize that we can walk at a pace and God can be reaching people all over. Just like in the book of Acts, every day we see people come to know him. Don't you want that? I I love it when it happens. I love it when I see people coming to Jesus. So thankful that I'm part of a church right now that my pastor preaches and gives the invitation every weekend to come to Jesus. Because we want to see boys and girls and teenagers, and moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas and aunts and uncles, and anyone who is far away from God who fills that God-shaped hole in their life to come meet our awesome Father and to become part of the kingdom of God. You see, I'm, I'm trying to learn what Paul David Tripp says, wisdom is the commitment of your heart 
that leads to the transformation of your life. I want God to transform my life because I have his wisdom, because I pursue things that are right and true and holy, and that I do it in a pace that glorifies him, that leads by example. So if I can be of service to you, I want to help. I want you to find somebody around you that you can help. I want you to connect with another children's ministry leader, whether it's in the KMC or it's in your community. I want you to find another leader. My challenge would be for you today at the end of this podcast to text somebody right now and encourage them. Text five of your volunteers and say, hey, I love you. Thank you for serving with me. I'm praying for you today. Just do something like that. Text another leader and say, hey, I'm here for you. If you ever need anything, you let me know. I just want us to pursue and to keep pace. And let's walk with God. And when he asks us to run, we'll run with him. But I think that if we can learn to do this, we can lead restored and live renewed every day. So God bless you, my friends. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast. Again, if you need more information or you need help, you can go to tombump.com. You can go to restoringleaders.org or kmccoach.net. Any of those, they'll all be in the show notes. Uh, And if you're not part of the Kid Ministry Collective community, come over and find us on Facebook, Kid Ministry Collective Facebook group. Answer all the questions. Amazing how many leaders just don't want to answer all the questions. But you got to. It shows us that you can follow directions and you follow the rules so that we can be a profitable community for each other. But contribute. Don't just join a group and then do nothing with it. Get involved. Plug in. Share prayer requests. Share praises. Share what you're working on, what you're struggling with. This is a safe place for you. And again, uh, we're hoping to to see you very soon. If if we can be of service to you, please reach out. Let us know. Uh, again, leave a review if you want to. We would love to to hear from you. If there's a topic or something you'd like us to to discuss on the podcast or a guest that you'd like to have on, let us know because we would love to continue to serve you in this way. So thanks for listening. God bless you. Have a great rest of your week whenever you're listening to this. Join me again for another episode of the Kid Ministry Collective real soon. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Kids Ministry Collective Podcast. We hope that it's helped and encouraged you. If you would, support our podcast by continuing to share it with other leaders. And if you haven't already, hey, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. We look forward to hearing from you how this podcast has helped and sharpened your skills in ministries. So let us know on your Facebook page or head over to kmccoach.net and share with us there. And thanks again for listening to the Kid Ministry Collective Podcast.